Good morning, Raboisai. Lili Nishmasimim Rossi Ruspas Mordechai. Hayoim, Shnaim, Ushloishim Yoim, Shehem, Arboosh, Vois, Varboyomim, Boimer, Loimer. Ah, a lot of the new guys are not going to recognize me. Maybe tomorrow, the day after. At least 10 years younger, I think. Today's shir is sponsored by the Sherman family in Kew Garden Hills, Lilianish our mother, grandmother, great grandmother, Slava Basra Bichil on your side, Design New York. And by Moshe Winograd. Thank you, Reb Hillel Abrams, for introducing me to Reb Eli and MDY. You know, Reb Hillel Abrams, he's a quiet guy, but I think he, he holds the record, maybe, for. No, shouldn't say that. You have Yossi Klein, all these guys. I don't know, really, but he brought many people to share. Sishkoi Hillel Abrams. He's been with us from Shavuos, the first years. It's almost three years. Avraham Meir Farkovitz. my father, Yisrael ben Rebdoiv, upon his 27th yard site. Thank you again, Rebelli, for saying Kaddish last year for his yard site when I could not attend Shul. Those were the crazy days. Remember those days? Every day I had to say Kaddish for somebody else. Unbelievable. By you, the chef. Lulu Nishmas, my great-grandmother, Alter, Leo, Bas, Ari, Naftali, Hertz. Neshama should have an aliyah. All the neshama should have an aliyah. And welcome to Moshe Winograd. So we have like this very, very interesting email here. A few interesting ones. I should say a couple. Hagoyin harav hatzadik haniflo eli. You'll understand at the end. He's trying to build me up, this guy. A few weeks ago, I was walking in an American Dream Mall and I suddenly bumped into a chassid with 10 kids and we instantly hugged. My wife and kids were baffled. I turned while still hugging this stranger and told my wife, I never met this guy before. I'm pretty sure one of his kids whispered to the other, Vez the Shaigitz. Mika Amcha Yisrael. Today in Shul, I saw two guys recognize each other from the daf. The guy went over and asked them if he was Fischl. When Fischl said yes, and explained that he was in town because his mother was in the hospital, that Sadiq went on to offer Fischl a place to sleep, meals, etc. It was incredible. Okay, as it turns out, this guy was me. In other words, he says the tzaddik went over to Fischl and offered him a place to sleep and meals, and the, the guy, the tzaddik, is me. So you may ask where I get the chutzpah to speak so highly of myself. Well, it is this new book I picked up on Amazon. Aboisai, first time ever, introducing Guy Vidalio. I'm, I'm happy you guys are enjoying it. <laughs> From the best-selling author, look in the mirror, you're going to love it. The Ultimate Guide for How to Harness Your Inner Balgaiva. <laughs> Written, it's not me. All right, wow, unbelievable. P.S., I'm having dinner with Avi Kamiyatsky tonight, who I also never met. So here's Michael Cohen with official... And here is Michael Cohen. By the way, you know Michael Cohen's father was the Meshgiach in Tells Cleveland all the years. Tremendous tzaddik. Here's Avi Kamiansky, and here's the chassid he never met, Yisrael Goldstein. Somehow he ends up at all the pictures, Yisrael. Here's another interesting email from our great friend Avi Mandelbaum from Mareshet. Avi was Zoycha. We did a shear in his house, a live shear. We surprised him. First time ever in somebody's house. Good morning, Ravelli and crew. A number of months ago, when Chuck Yeager passed away, I sponsored a shear in his memory. 
and it appeared that it made you unhappy. I wonder how you noticed that. Huh? True, true, sukkahs. Yeah, but to go to a random house in the middle of the year. Yeah, but you, you, true, true. He's saying that on sukkahs we, we do shiurim in different people's homes. That's true. Welcome back. I, I just learned of the passing of Michael Collins, the command module pilot on Apollo 11. I don't want to anger you, so I'm not sponsoring. But the urge is very strong. So... I'm saying, like, I have to do tshuva. He, he sponsored for Chuck Yeager, and he saw that I was upset. So, so, so for free, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a shout-out shout out to Michael Collins. The, the, this who? Who is he? He's, a, he's an astronaut. And I, I don't want Avi... How do you say it? You should say Mishabek or something for him, no? A what? Okay, his, his neshama should... Uh, <laughs> His neshama should be in space where it belongs, whatever. Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll do a, we'll a Kiddush Levana for him. Beautiful. All right, Avi, thanks for being so concerned for all the pilots and astronauts. If, if you ever go on Zoom and you see like an astronaut in somebody's background or an actor, hopefully actors only, you know it's Avi Mandelbaum. All right. We are holding, today's Daf Yudchas. We're smacking middle Daf Yudzayin on base. We'll start, we'll do it again real quickly. Shekoin Godol, brand new sugyo, two, four, six, eight, nine lines down. Shekoin Godol, makrev chelik v'roish, v'noidu chelik v'roish. Shekoin Godol, since he's the Koin Godol, he gets to choose what avoidant the Beis he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. He also gets to choose how much food he gets to eat. He can grab whatever he wants almost. So the Gemara goes in exactly, what could he take? He just walks over to the Kohanim who are being makriv oil. He walks over and says, Rabbi Yisai, step aside. I'm going to do the oil now. It's a tremendous chos to be makriv oil. He gets the chance. If it's flour, oil, he gets to do it. And when can he eat? I want to eat the steak from this chatos. He's the boss, he's in charge, he gets to do what he wants. Now, here becomes interesting. Talking about Shavuos. So he, we're mamish within Shavuos. On Shavuos, you bring two breads. How much could he take from the two breads? One out of the two. One out of the two. Now, we're, we're gonna, we have a machlekes right here. How much could a kohen gadol take? Could he take 50% or 49%? This says they could take 50%. This two, he takes one out of two, that's 50%. That goes according to, just to stop, there's no charge today. According to Rebbe. Black is Rebbe. Okay. Arba, v'noito chalam shtechalas. Arba yichomesh mimaisa lechem aponem. So here you have this beautiful... Model over a thousand dollars worth of lechem upon him here. There's 12 breads, as you can see. 12. Something that I noticed yesterday is that these breads, as the Gemara says, sit on rods. The rods are half rods. They take a rod and they cut it up. He cut them down the middle. If you look in the thing, you'll see half rods here. They're not complete circles. Anyway, different. The diok here is unbelievable. The two bazik in the middle. So you have 12 breads. 
So if you divide 12 and a half, it should be 6. But we're not going to deal with 2. Two breads go maybe to the guys that close the doors. So we're dealing with 10. Half of 10 is how much? 5. But the Gemara doesn't say he gets 5. The kind Gadol could get, and look how big these, these breads are, massive breads. You, a human being cannot physically eat one of them, let alone five. So he has a lot of guests, he has a lot of, he's, he's throwing a party there. It says, So when it says that there's four breads, four or five, that cannot be Rebbe, because four is slightly less than 50%, it's 49%. So that Lechari goes according to Chacham. So the first part goes like Rebbe, that gets 50%, one out of two. This part is four, is less than 50%. Goes according to Chachamim. Rebbe Oimer, lo'ilam chamesh. And then it finishes off that Rebbe says you get 50%. So now you have Rebbe again. So you have black, red, black. What's going on? Shenemar v'hoysa la'aron u'levanov, mechza la'aron u'mechza levanov. Yesterday I said the story about Rebbe Kiva, that he took the Yerusha, half of the Yerusha, because it says mechza la'aron. The boss gets 50. Rabbi Kiva held he's in charge. And the rest of the people get the other 50%. Rebbe, you're starting off with Rebbe. 50%. So what about the middle part? You only get four or five. And the Gemara is going to explain when do you get four, when do you get five. You don't get 50%. You get a little less than 50%. So then how does it finish off? You always get, no matter what, any situation, you get five breads, which is 50%. What's the answer? In. No, not today. Gemara has an answer, different one. No, this black over here is actually supposed to be red. This is Rabbanon. Rabbanon say... Then when there's the two breads and shavuos, he gets one. But one is 50%, he should get only 49%. So what do you want to do? You want to cut the bread a little bit and give him less than 50%, give him 49%. You don't give a kind of God a broken bread. You have to give him a whole bread. So there's no choice. So he gets a whole bread, he gets 50%. In that situation, he gets 50%. But when there's a lot of breads to, to be mechalek, there's 12 breads. So you can give him four instead of five. It's less than 50%. Oh, so we're going to see. You don't give a coin gadol a broken bread. As we're going to see, the coin gadol, the galadar, smartest, best, tallest, everything. So you don't, you treat him with respect. Where does this four and five come from? It's if it's less, like Ari just says, if it's less than fifty percent, how does it come to five? There are two mishmaris that come in. There are two. We break up all the kayanim to 24. Each 24th is called a mishmar. That mishmar works for one full week. In that week, we break up the mishmar into beisav each day. So you have six batayavais. So, the new mishmar comes in on Shabbos. After the old Mishmar does the Tamin, they come in and they, they switch out. The Tamin of the morning, right? The Tamin of the morning, there's the Tamin of the afternoon. The Tamin of the morning, they come in. The first guys, the, first, the Mishmar that's there does the Tamin in the morning. Then the new Mishmar starts the Mishmar. So, 
Muskar hagofas glossos loy. So loy. Closing the doors, which is not the job of the new guys. Who opened the doors? The old guys. Let them close the door. Right? You leave the house, you close the door. You don't wait for somebody else to close the door for you. So the new guys are doing a job they didn't have to do. So we pay them. What do we pay them? We pay them two breads. But we don't. Uschar hagovas losses loy. According to this Rabbanon, they don't get paid for it. So we have Mishnemes Reboi Miflak. So we have 12 breads to divide. Botzer chado mipalgo chomesh shakil. Half of 12 is six. Chacham hold, you don't get 50%. You get less than 50%. So you take one off. We're left with five breads. So five is indeed less than half. In other words, we're not going into the machloikas of Rabbanan and Rabbi Yehuda in Mesech Sukkah. That's a different machloikas. You want, those are the details of that machloikas. This is another machloikas over here. Do you go 50% or 49%? There's two machloikas in. One has nothing to do with the other. But if you want to talk about that machloikas in Sukkah, you should know that according to Chachamim in Mesech Sukkah, they're going to get five breads. And according to Rabbi Yehuda in Mesech Sukkah, the Omar, the new Mishmar comes in and they get two breads for closing the doors. So how much do we have left? We have ten. Divide the ten in half, they get five out of the ten. So a total of seven. So the Gemara is understanding since there's some sort of chayv. Let's call it a chayv. The Kayhanim did something they didn't have to do, they're closing the doors. So you take two breads off the top. The, the Kayan Gadol can't share in those two breads for whatever reason. He doesn't share in those two breads. So how much are left? Ten. Half of ten is five. But according to Chacham, you don't get half. You get less than half. So we're left with four. He gets four. So this is a Shaila. How many breads are you starting off with? Are you starting off with all twelve? And therefore half of twelve is six. Slightly less than six is five, and you get five breads. Or do we start off the top? We start off with ten. Because two breads don't count, they go to the doors. Half of ten is five. A little less than five is four. So, again, Shaila, beginning, we start off with Rebbe. Then we talk about four and five. It goes according to Chachamim. And then we go to Rebbe. Says Rav, no. Kula Rebbe. And Rebbe holds, like Rebbe Yehuda, that we give two breads to the guys that come in to close the doors. So we're starting off with ten breads. According to Rebbe, you get exactly 50%. So if we're left with ten breads, 50% is five. Where do we get to four? We're doing a chasen and now, Baruch Hashem. Ah, chesed Hashem. So one of the things, you know, when you do a chasen, I don't know if you ever did one, but I guess you were married, so you know, you, you always think about when are you going to do it during the week because are the guests going to stay? You don't want everybody to stay. You want to, like, kick them out. If you do it on Thursday, then a lot of people stay over. Where do you host them? If you do it on a Sunday, you know, oh, here comes the line. What happened? You got, you got the line. You got, you got the hint. Okay, Rav Hashem. Okay. Yeah. The, the, there's other lines that are coming soon. No one is invited. It's a 10-man chasen. Okay, fine. But, 
You know what I'm talking about. Those guests that stay from, they, they, they need a car. Look, they're, they're, they're going to go all the way back. They can, from Eretz Yisrael, from Ramavet Shamash. <laughs> they stay for Shabbos. So LMI, you do it on, on Sunday. That's what they're looking at, actually, Sunday. There's another problem. So then the guys have to come on Thursday. So then they stay Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. That's what's going on over here. That's the Shaila <laughs> So, let's talk about a Shabbos. Typical Shabbos, Yontif. If, if Yontif comes out on a Sunday, like Pesach this year, so the Mishmaris that are there, everybody gets to shear. All the Mishmaris get to, to shear the bread. And Sunday, there's no Sunday, there's no Shabbos, it's all one. But if it's like this year, Shavuos, Shavuos falls out on a Monday. So the Mishmar that's there on Shabbos has a chance to go home. But they don't feel like going home. Why? Because they need to be there anyways on, on Monday for, for Yantav. They all come, all the Koyanim come for, for the Regal. Aliyah the Regal, they're not going to be there for Shavuos. So you're going to go schlep all the way back on a donkey. It's a four-day trip to Tzvat and come back. So they stick around. Do I have to feed him? I have to give him my lechem upon him? The answer is, yeah. You give him two breads. All the kohanim that stick around that extra day that they don't really have to be there, chachamim, guys, give them two breads. Let them, get it. Let them be mistadere with two breads. So meila, giving them two breads. Now we're down two more breads. We started off at 10, now you have to give two for all the guys that are hanging around until Monday. Or, if they come on Thursday, you know, Thursday, Friday, Shabbat, they don't want to go home. So, so Mela, now we're down to 8, and we divide it evenly according to Rebbe, down the middle, 50-50. Vishokalar, but the Kohen Galga, it's four beds, Nebuch, only four of these. You like a Mishma Misakiv? And if they're not sticking around, so then we're back to 10. Vishokal Chomish. We only have one problem. Rebbe says at the end of the Brisa, it's always five breads. Well, always. You just gave me a case where it's four. Kashio. It's not the biggest cash in the world because you could say, look, it's a very far-fetched. I'm saying over Ritva, it's Pasha. That's how I, I learned it also. That it's, it's, not a, it's not a case that we have to be concerned with. So this is Loilam. Almost 95%, 99% of the time, it's five breads. You find the interesting case. Uh, okay. Actually, it's the Syriantum. Okay. Yeah, that's why I, yeah, I, I stuck that in Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. If you come early or leave late, Masrulois Kanim says the Mishnah. I don't know. Who's the sponsor again? Remind me. The official Mishnah, which we saw. This is official. Let's see. We have official's picture. We'll show who official is because a lot of people don't know who official is. This is official. He's the official Mishnah. And the official Mishnah is sponsored anonymously for Shidduch for Estadvaira Basleya Gittel. Okay. This guy, right over here, official. Came to the Siyam. He was there for brothers. We know him very well. He not only came for the Siyam when he was in Yerushalayim, he used to drive, came, came with the driver. Baruch Hashem. Okay, Zok the Mishnah. Masrulay Skenim is Igni Bezdin. They gave him Skenim from the Bezdin. This week, if you were in the shul here, I went over to at least 50, 20 people that were in the share. 20 people, I counted in the share, and I, I felt so bad because I was planning to tell everybody this parsha is the parsha of Mesechtes Yuma. Listen to it carefully, the first two aliyas. And I forgot to say during share, so I was busy running around to everybody. Hey, listen to the parsha. They're like, okay, fine. What does he want now? Middle davening, running around to people. Masrulay Zkeinim Bezdin. 
Bekayin lefano b'seder ayoyim. You read achrei mois. Vayimim loy. Ishi koyin gadol. A master. Kro ata b'fichol. You say it. Shema shachachto. Shema loy lomato. Maybe you didn't understand it well. Maybe you forgot it. But listen to this. It says shema loy lomato. What kind of amaritz doesn't read chumash? Gemara asked the question. Erevim kipurim shachris ma'amidim oisib shar mizrach. They put him right over here, Shar Mizrach, right here. Not the opening, not the entrance to the Beis Amigdosh, but the entrance to the Azara. So he comes over here, he comes out, and he stands right over here by the 15 steps, the Shira Malas. What do they do? Here, we have one picture here. They bring in front of him the animals. Here he is, standing here on top of the steps, and they bring in front of him the animals. Why? What's missing from this picture? Goat. Let me ask you a question. The Mishnah says, you show him these animals so that he should recognize the Avoidah, be used to the Avoidah. What is he? You already told him. You take a, you take a cow. You lay it down on the floor, you put it in one of these circles, you shecht, you go like this, you grab the blood. So because a cow walks in front of him, he's gonna, he's gonna hop better than what they told him. What's the answer? This is the aside of all these charts, everybody said, it's right here in the Mishnah. Visuals, what's missing from the picture? A goat. You're never gonna forget this thing. It's a goat. When you see visuals, it's a whole different world. Not a joke. He's going, to see the, he's going to see the goat. He's going to remember what? He's going to remember the chatos, the virus they did. You don't do... So you don't show him a goat. The paro, he's going to remember, ah, I have to do smich like this and that. It's different. When doima, It's before Shemishnah, you see? I knew it somewhere. Finally, I found it here. You can eat whatever you want. Huh? Doesn't, doesn't sleep. I heard that my uncle and Mansi, stays up the whole night with Shmonesri. That's what his kids told me. David Shmonesri the entire night. But the Karen Gadol would not fall asleep. Why? Because of Tuma. We're going to be talking about Kerry. Tuma's Kerry, you got to be careful. If, once he's talking, Kerry's out. So he wouldn't fall asleep. You don't want to give him food because food makes you sleep. Bishleim Hashem HaShachach says the Gemara Lechai. I can understand the person who learns Torah, he forgets. What kind of kid didn't go to Cheder and learn these Pesukim and Cheder? We're going to put a kind Gadol that didn't learn the, the parasha, didn't even go to Shul the week before. Like, what's going on here? Listen to this. A kain gadol. It says that Shola Melech was Meshikhmay Vamalo. He's taller than everybody. There's, there's an importance that the kain gadol should be greater than everybody. He should be stronger physically. Benoy in beauty. Bechachma. Shinomor. Baisher should be wealthier. Now, two out of the four, the first two, it's not up to him. But Bechachma and Baisher, you could teach somebody things and you could give him money. And I saw in the Ben Yoyada, he says, Rabbi Tam says, Rabbi Tam, not says, Rabbi Tam was very wealthy, and he'd put a lot of money on his table, and it opened up his mind for Torah. That's what he writes. Rabbi Tam was the Galadar. 
Each one chips in. A guy doesn't have money. Imagine, you have 100,000 koyanim. Each guy gives him money. You can be a multimillionaire in seconds. Now, what's important? Money's important because you don't want to be bossed around by the balabatim. I was in Shul. There's a guy. I was in Shul. I'm not going to say in the city. The wealthiest guy in Shul came in probably an hour into davening, laughing like a truck driver. And the Rav, who was busy yelling at everybody to be quiet, didn't say a word to this guy. He was talking loud. The whole thing, nothing. Shot quiet. Because the guy controls the Shul. The guy had the money, controlled everything. You don't want that. Kohen Gadol controls it. Okay, I saw the Tashmiz brings from this era that if you have a Tamil Chacham in your city, you're Mechuyev. Not the Tzimitz, it's Mechuyev to be Mefarnasim, to make sure he has enough money, he doesn't have to go to work. You need these Tamil Chacham to stick around. You need the Dayanim. It's a mitzvah. And he says it's a Kabachaymer because when you have a Kain Gadol, Ama Aretz, against the Tamil Chacham, the Tamil Chacham always wins. So if you have to do it for Kohen Gadol, you have to do it for Tamil Chacham. Oh, Rabbi Yaisi. So what's going on here? If the Tamil Chacham is the smartest, richest, this, that, so you have a Tamil Chacham that loy lamad, you have to teach him sukim Torah. I'm not talking about Gemara. I'm not talking about Shas. Torah. How is it possible? Yes, it's possible. Can't be Mikdash Rishon, can't be Mikdash Shani. When were we making on the best of the best? Mikdash Rishon. By Shani, Amaratim were the Koyanim Gdailim. Guess what? That's why they died every year. All three, 300 of them. No, Ravasi. Tarkov of the Dinra. Tarkov is, is, a, is a combination of two words. Trey Kav. But it doesn't mean two Kav. It's Trey plus a Kav. In other words, three Kav. Three Kav of Dinarim, says Rashi Zohav. 70, 72 eggs worth of gold. That's a lot of gold. Marta Basbaisus was an Almana who got engaged to Yeshua bin Gamla. And she was very wealthy. So she wanted her chasen to be a Kohen Gadol. And she gave Yanai the king, and Taisi says it's not the same Yanai of Mesechtis Kedushin, who killed all the Chachamim, different Yanai. Al-Dukmal Yeshua bin Gamla began a says the Taisi Shanim, this. Yeshua ben Gamla was a tremendous Adam Gadol. He was a great man. He could have been a Kohen Gadol, but he wasn't the greatest. That was the problem. Let's say he was third greatest. You don't pay your way into becoming a Kohen Gadol. But in the second base Amidash, they paid their way. He wasn't Amaretz. He wasn't the bad guy that, that deserved to die, let's say, on Yom Kippur. He was a great guy. Just he had, to, he had to pay his way in with 72 eggs worth. That's how much they, unbelievable what they did to become a Kohen Gadol, to be close to Kodesh Baruch Hu, even though. And that's why they say, some people say, maybe that's why they, they didn't care. So they die. It doesn't matter. I could be a Kongala for one minute, it's Kedai. Everybody would keep him shachras. Tono afasirim, they would show him even the goat. Why didn't they talk about goats? The goat is a chatos. Also goats. There's another two goats besides the chatos. The one you push off. Can't even say, maybe on YouTube, I don't know. The, the guys on Shabbos night, they were very, very upset about the serialized Zazel. Throwing off, a, throwing off a mountain, this, that. I explained to them, it's an unbelievable thing. You tie a red, a red uh, string here, and a red string on a tree, and as the goat is flying off the mountain, the string is supposed to turn from red to white to show that it's a kapar. It's an unbelievable nisim. But it reminds the Kain Gadol of 
the Chet of Klai Yisrael? <laughs> You're saying how they did it in those days. It was trickery. That's what they're, they're saying, all these things. Don't ask. In other words, the Kohen Gadol is concerned that he's not going to be able to do the proper Kapar of Klai Yisrael. He doesn't know what the Chatoim are. He has no idea what's going on. Maybe he won't be successful. That's going to bother him. Don't show him the goat. A, a, a cow, the bull, also comes for Chatoim. Says Gemara, very interesting. He has, he, he can figure out what's going on because it's him and his, and his chevra, his koyhanim. He knows what the chet is for. He knows about it. Says Gemara, is going to be machzir than betshuva. Unbelievable. But he doesn't know about the rest of Klai Yisrael. If your nephew is a, like a cop, don't, don't let him see you in the, in the marketplace. In other words, since before he became a cop, he already realized you're the rich uncle from uh, Ramah Shemesh. Avoid him, because when somebody has inside information, even if it's your own nephew, he could, he could uh, go and be moister on you, he could take taxes, whatever. The, the kind God knows what's going on in his mishpach. He knows about his kayanam. I'm going to get an email tomorrow. Yeah, my own nephew mastered me, the whole Maisa. Yeah. Give him fine flour. Fine flour does not mean, again, doesn't mean fine, finely ground, but it means the best of the best. And bait him eggs today to loosen up his stomach because we don't want him to go to the bathroom on Yom Kippur. He's busy with the Avaida. Let him empty his stomach. So here's the Gemara. We're starting now talking a few lines about Kerry. If it heats up his body, it'll cause him Kerry. And we don't want to, that's the worst thing. So don't give him this stuff. What does this mean? You should not give him Aleph Bezir. Aleph stands for Loi Esrei. These are bad things for Tuma. Above it, you add another base. Okay? That we didn't say. Fat meat is also not good for Tuma. Forget about aged wine, but even white wine, the cheaper stuff, I'm not going to go into what happened before Pesach with a certain bottle. Okay. What? I brought a certain bottle to shear, and I said, this is white wine. It's not, it's not so good to use on Pesach night. And before the shear was over, Yosef is sitting in the room. The owner of the company, one of the most successful companies in the world, called up and said, I watched the shear, and I'm not very happy about that. And he sent the red version of that bottle the next day. What? Oh, somebody else. You just ruined the story. Okay. <laughs> It's like my wife, Mamish. You didn't beat up. There weren't eight Goyim over there that you beat up. It was six. Like, okay. People were flying. They were dying. Karate man. Yeah, okay. So you had to ruin the story. Great. Okay. No, no, no. Just show the video of me, the karate man. Turn around, on. What? I didn't, uh, whatever. We didn't use it in the Seder. We used, what you, should, what you shouldn't do is do not use Castell. Oh, now I'm going to get it from Castell. Do not use the 15% alcohol. 
The story of the, the, the beating of the guy is in here, chapter 6, the whole, the whole Maisa. Fine. Zog the Gemara. Turn around bottom. Zov, toin loy b'machol, v'loy, v'kol mini machol. Goes like this, Rabbi Yisai, Zov is a different type of emission, different than the carry. Looking Rashi over here, it tells you different colors, different this. It's, it comes from a disease. If a person sees one re of ziva, he's like a balkari. He's not a balkari, but he's like a balkari. In other words, you go to mikveh that day, tar at night. If he sees two re'iyos, then he has to keep seven days of tahara. If he sees three, then he's a zav gadol. And what's the difference between him and a, and a, a minor zav? He has to bring a carbon at the end. You see this little guy? A little shavsal at the end. Okay, great. Says the Gemara like this. If he's already a zav, and then he sees a second re'iyah, but it's because he just ate a whole pie of pizza or whatever. He went mishogi, he ate like a ferd. So that doesn't count as a second ziva because we could be toilo, we could assume that the reason why he saw ziva is because he ate a lot. Or if he ate specific foods that cause ziva, you could be... Th- now, what we have to understand before we go any further, just for a second, it says in this passage like this, Ish, ish, ki In other words, the Torah is telling us that the ziva comes out from his basar without being an oinus. just comes out. But if you cause it to come out, because you ate a lot or you ate a certain food, it's not a ziva. Kerry is different. Kerry doesn't matter. Oinus, not oinus, you're about kerry. So that's what the Gemara is saying here. That it depends on what food you ate. Or how much. You don't give the zav any of these things. What's this? Chagavi stands for milk. It's not good. Legeven, may greasen, bean juice. You know what we call bean juice today here? You know what bean juice is? It's coffee. Coffee is bean juice. It's a type of a juice that comes from a bean, no? No, no, okay. I'm kidding. Vilay, but it's a bean juice. You take a bunch of beans, you, you grind them, you get some juice. Vilay poil, uh, how do you say poil in English? Um, lentils, no? May grease and shell pile. Sorry, shell pile. You're right. You may grease and shell pile. Type of bean. Fine. Ubasar shomen umurios. Fatty meat. And murios is the fish brine. Veloy choldvarim. And what is veloy choldvarim? You already gave a list. Lasui yodetan rabbanon. Chamishadvarim. Mevim is hodim leituma. Veloyim. There's five foods that if you eat, it could bring to tuma hashum. That's why people actually, because of this, they eat on Friday night, they eat shum, for this exact reason. But it's the fakir, you want that. Yudchesam Beis, sponsored, for Shidduch, for Saralino Bas Goldalea. Sounds familiar, no? Was that the Mishnah? No, somebody else. And for Shidduch, for Shein Lorochel Bas, Avram Tzvi. Did I say the first one is for Shidduch, for Saralino Bas Goldalea, and Shein Lorochel Bas Avram Tzvi. Vashachalayim. Kress. Kress. This is not good. Do not eat this, Rabbi Yisrael. What's that? Huh? There we go. Something like this. Don't quote me on it, but it looks good. Very edible. Vabetzim. Oh, Yonasimcha. You ready? You ready? Vagargir. Yonasimcha's last name is Gargir, and his father sits next to him every single day. Avi Gargir has been with us for three years. 
Finally, their name is in Shas. What's Gargir? Gargir is a very special thing, you'll see. Gargir is racket. Huh? You know, Yenisim Chish, you come here because all the other kids got to come here and I forgot to mention it. He comes every day, Yenisim Chish. Come, come, Yenisim Chish, come. Did you come up that day? Okay, here, hold on. Hold this. Put it down. Okay, great. This is the Yenisim here. You can keep that one. Go. <laughs> No, it gives me such nachas. These kids come every day. It's like, wow, unbelievable. Says the Gemara. The, the Navi tells us that somebody went out there to get oiris. Oiris is very good food. By mistake, he did a little bit of a switcheroo, and he got poison, full of the poison, and he fed it to all the Navim. And the Navim started screaming, poison, poison. Alicia said, don't worry about it. Just throw a little bit of flour in there. You'll be okay. This is the racket. What is it called? Racket. So he went to get racket to feed to the Nevi'im. Why is it called Oiroz? They light up the eyes. If you find Gargir, not, not recommended. The guy's a cop, not recommended. So if you have, if you can't eat it for whatever reason, you put it on your eyes, it's great for the eyesight. We're talking about gargir that's, that grows by itself and it doesn't have the issues of growing with other things. And it's matish, the kayak says Rashi, if it grows next to other plants, it'll have less power, it'll have less impact. Says Rav, if you're a guest, don't eat eggs. Don't wear the, the, the host pajamas because it could be very embarrassing if this tumah. Says the Gemara, one of the most interesting sukis in Shas. Rav, when Rav used to travel to Darshish, I'm looking for a wife for one day. Who wants to marry me? Rabbi said today, that's called suicide. Try it. If you want to die a very painful death, you announce these kind of announcements. But Akobar Rav, the Godladar, when he went to another city, he said, who wants to be my wife for one day? In other words, he was concerned that he might have a taiva, so he wanted to have a wife for that day, and he's going to divorce her. As soon as he leaves, he divorces. The Gemara says, Rav Nachman, we, there's a shot from the Ben Yoda. I went out yesterday to buy the Sefer. It's four volumes. They have it somewhere. If anybody's looking, I'll tell you where to buy it. Not in the regular store here. Rav Nachman, Kadmikla, L'Shachnetziv, Machriz, Manhavad Liyayma. Who wants to be my wife for one day? Vatanya, Rav Lezav and Yaakov Oymer, Lo Yisodom, Yishu, Vimdina, Zuv, Yedach, Vyisa, Yishu, Vimdina, Cheres. How could he do it? How could you have, you're allowed to have two wives. But you can't have two wives in two different countries? Yeah. Okay. So Ben Yehuda says, he argues on Rashi, and he says that what happened was, if you notice, was only when Rav went to Darshish, the, whatever the name of the place is, the Darshish, or Shachtzib for Rav uh, Rav never traveled anywhere else. Only that place. He says, you know why? Because they're like in Kurdistan. 
Kurdistan's have a very bad minig. They don't like to get married until they're 30 years old. So he went to this place to give them Musr. And he said, look, I'm married. Not only am I married, but I'm going to get married for one day because it's very important to be married. He wanted to give them a Musr shmuz. That's what he says. And then he goes on to say that these women, they were talking about Paris Nida. They didn't have an issue with Nida. They were too old already. They were past that age. So Adurabha, Fakir, he's showing, I'm marrying an older woman. It's not for, stop. You guys have to get married. That's his job. Fine. It's not like in those days, like in these days, you know, they didn't have internet, they didn't have phones. He gets married over here, he has a few kids over there, he has a few kids here, and it's going to end up that the brother's going to marry his sister, Mamzerim, in the world. Sorry, you read it like this. Amri, Rabbanon Kola Islu. You're talking about Rav. The Galador. Rav Chaim Kenevsky comes to the city. He announces who wants to be my wife. Of course, everybody lines up. They want to be married to Rav Chaim Kenevsky, even if it's for the day. We had it for the Kohen Gadol also. Same idea. You get married. Uh, fine. You're married for a day. Let's say they have a kid. So everybody's going to say, oh, that's Rav Chaim Kenevsky's kid. So there's not going to be a problem with Mamzeros. They know that these kids of B'nai Barak are Rav Chaim Kenevsky. This kid over there is, if they was, is also Rav Chaim. They're not going to get married. Not going to be a problem. So we have another problem here. And this is a halacha lemaisa benegat to our days. As soon as, as soon as a woman accepts kiddushin, she agrees to marry somebody, from the excitement alone, it could cause her to become a nida. And therefore, she cannot get married for seven days. So how did they marry? It seems like they just walked into the city, announced, and boom, they got married. Why is it? It's very negaya. It happened, I heard, a lot of mysis now because of corona. If, let's say, the wedding is, I don't know, it's supposed to be in the summer. And because of corona, they say, okay, let's do it a month early. Let's get married now. It happened because of the, the halls are closing down. Remember all those things. In a week from now, you can't do more than uh, 50 people. Let's do the chasen now. But you can't do the chasen now. Maybe that's going to cause nida. So it's shyless. You have to go ask the rub. All these things you have to ask the rub. When you, if let's say they break an engagement, and then they, the guy comes back, does it cause again? Does it not cause? These are shyless. Ask your local rabbi. Tavuli knows even Shivanakim. Rabbanon, I do have a used to send out shlichim there and make an announcement. Rav's coming. Line up. So they had a whole week. Okay, Rav is going to marry you. Then a week afterwards he came and it's not a problem. They would just mean seyached. There's no relations going on. If he knows that in a week from now it could be his wife, so it's less of a taiva. So you should look at Tysus here. Tysus has a bunch of different important points here. Tysus, question number one is since she is usarnim, completely usar, then there's no paspasaloi. So he says, okay, there is a little bit of paspasaloi, because later on that itself it just takes down. But he asks another question. We know that a chupas nida, you can't be misyachid with, with a wife like that. Right? Even bismanazah, they put a kid in the room, whatever it is, you can't, so how, how could he even be with her? It's not, it's, it doesn't count as anything. 
So he says a very interesting thing. He says that maybe a married man doesn't have the same problem of that yichud. He doesn't have that type of mela. He could be misyachet. Um, what else? Okay, fine. But he learns a different pshat in Rashi that was just, not that he was misyachet with them, but he's miyachet them. It's a lotion of yichud. He put the woman on, on the side. It's okay, you'll be if I need. It's not, but it, they, they weren't really married, so to speak. And Mamela, he avoids all these questions. The boysai, have a wonderful day. <laughs>